Welcome to Shore Solutions, the podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Mara Shore. I'm a partner in the medical practice management company, Yes, Shore Solutions. Who's the other host, you may ask? Easy answer, that would be my father, our founding partner, Jay Shore. Together, we now have an amazing team and clients across the country. Listen as we chat, converse, strategize, and commiserate over life in the aesthetic medical industry. It's time for you to listen, learn, and be inspired as we help you kickstart your practice because who doesn't want a little more help? Welcome to Shore Solutions, the podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Shore Solutions, the podcast. We are what I really hope is your all-time favorite father-daughter duo in the practice management field. (laughs) My name is Mara Shore. I am one of the partners here at Shore Solutions. Of course, with me today, I have my partner in all good crime because he says we cannot say partner in crime, partner in all good crime, my business partner, our founding partner, and of course, most importantly, my pops, Jay Shore. We ready to kick this off, Jay? I am ready. I was talking to you earlier and I was saying I was born ready. My computer was not as I had problems with it, but born ready. The topic we're going to talk about today is one that we're getting quite honestly, a lot of questions about from our clients. So those of you that have been listening to the podcast for quite a bit know that we have clients across the country, specifically in the aesthetic and cosmetic space. And one issue that is not unique, unfortunately, for to our space is the great resignation, i.e. employees that are leaving, they're shifting industries, they're shifting companies, and they just quite honestly aren't staying the way that they used to. So with the great resignation, we are getting a lot of questions from our clients about how to give feedback to their employees, their staff, their contractors, their team members, really, without this fear of losing them, um, because we know that they can go other places. So one of the things, Jay, I'm going to kick this off with is a quick yes or no question. And I'm setting you up here, Jay, because I know what your answer is going to be. Does the fear or should the fear of losing a team member prevent the manager or the owner of the practice from giving that team member feedback when feedback needs to be given? No. <laughs> I knew it. So with Dad, that, Jay. What, yes, or, you said yes or no. I did. I did. So Jay, let's pretend this is an essay question on a college exam. Explain. So let's let's get started. Let's dive in. Pass the blue book on. Perfect. Uh, if it's an essay question. Yes. Um, you know, there's the old adage of hire slow and fire quick. And I'm not about the idea of termination or firing, but I never, and I mean never, uh, have the fear of sharing how I feel about situations or opportunities or the lack of follow-up and follow-through because that's what we do a lot and handle these issues with our clients. And when they don't complete tasks on time and there are uh, example that you need a foreign language translator right before surgery and it wasn't scheduled, how do you approach these kinds of conversations with your staff? 
And number one, it depends on the nature of the discussion. In other words, what brought up the discussion for you to have that dialogue with that staff member? Is it a zero tolerance effect? If it's a zero tolerance effect, it's over, the game over. So Jake, can you elaborate? Because I think that some of our clients, and I see this more with surgery, and I was just talking with a few colleagues this past weekend, you and I were both at at different conferences. We say we divide and conquer. You were at MCAS in Cartagena. I was at FMAM in, in California. And so one of the things that we talk about is that often with Um, and we see this more with surgeons, is that because of when surgeons went through their residency programs and because of when they went through their training, it was typically a very harsh training that they went through. And it was no nonsense. There was a lot of yelling in a lot of the surgical facilities and hospitals. So that's how they they were trained. And that's how they were trained essentially as managers. And so what might seem like a zero tolerance policy to one person is not necessarily the case for somebody else. Um, And so one person may say they rolled their eyes at me. That's it. We're done. They got a tattoo that was against a tattoo policy. That's it. We're done. Versus somebody else may say, really, we can work through that. So when you talk about what do you consider, Jay, zero tolerance in that zero tolerance policy, what are the offenses? All right. So that has to be clearly defined pre-employment and at the onset and training. And it has to be clearly defined in your employee handbook because rolling your eyes at me, although it will anger me, um, rolling your eyes at me, although it will disappoint me because it really is saying those magical two words without ever having to say it. They're not I zero thought, Jay, if you're from the South, I thought it was three. It's bless your heart. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, zero tolerance to me is not necessarily insubordination. We can speak of that about that in a minute. That requires dialogue and sharing that this isn't the way that our business operates and we need to prevent this from happening again. But zero tolerance to me, number one, is theft zero tolerance because if you're going to steal anything from our office from our business then i always felt and that you're going to st- you're going to steal the stapler or the hole puncher off of my desk it, to me it was steal anything steal is everything the second kind of runs hand in hand is drug and alcohol policy uh, i was a czar c-z-a-r Um, for a major corporation and in charge of a drug and alcohol program. And I have zero tolerance. Now, I want you to understand everybody that coming in drunk, all right, uh, the smell of alcohol on your breath is intolerable. Not I was at lunch, all right, and I was drinking on my own time, that you may not have alcohol, possess alcohol, consume alcohol. Now, we also have to be very careful today because even though uh, my drug policy that I've always felt, because the laws are different state to state, all I'm saying is, you know, alcohol and drugs under the influence at the time that you're working, because cannabis, medical and recreational are legal in many states and in foreign countries. All right. However, and I don't know how we're ever going to combat this, that if 
you have um, smoked or ingested uh, any cannabis over a weekend, for example, and it stays in your fat cells. When you take a urine test, you're going to turn up positive doesn't mean you're under the influence. And I don't know how we're going to combat this going forward. Now, if you have a 0.05 alcohol blood concentration level, you're under the influence. That meant you just you were just drinking, all right? Because it will come out of your system very, very quickly. So my theory is zero tolerance, theft, drugs, alcohol, and outright insubordination, swearing, yelling, or fighting, physical violence. And lastly, possession of a firearm in the workplace. I'm telling you, I, I don't want to get into the controversial political part about the right to bear arms in the workplace. So the other parts that we can speak about is, am I comfortable giving dialogue and feedback to an employee about improving the capability in which they work, improving, helping them to improve their performance for the betterment of our business? I'm not afraid. It's all in how you speak to somebody with respect. Yes, we are going to take a slight break, a slight intermission, because what kind of business would we be if we didn't tell you about our own services? I want to take a minute and talk to you about the Converging Cascade course and all that it has to offer. We want you to be trained to acquire loyal patients and boost your revenue in your aesthetic practice. Now, with our Conversion Cascade online course, you and your team will be able to master two key things important to growing your aesthetic practice and becoming successful, acquiring patients and retaining new patients. So let's talk about a couple of things as a step-by-step -step sales funnel training. The course is designed specifically to help you and your team attract more patients, convert more calls to consults, convert consults to treatments and procedures, and to keep your patients coming back for more. Not only will our Conversion Cascade course help to strengthen and develop your team's phone and sales skills. In order to acquire, convert, and retain loyal patients, it will serve as a valuable onboarding training tool for every new team member that joins your practice. Yes, every new team member that joins your practice. Plus, in the course, you will receive downloadable marketing checklists, phone scripts, conversion tracking tools, and more. So sign up for the course to get started on increasing your revenue and acquiring and retaining new and existing patients. Yes, how to acquire and how to keep them coming back for more. It only takes approximately four hours to complete. You can finish it at your own pace and you'll have lifetime access. Yes, that is for the lifetime of the course. And a special thank you for being our podcast listener. We'll give you 20% off. Yes, 20% off. Just enter the discount code podcast. Yes, podcast to start saving now. So click on the link in our show notes to sign up for the Conversion Cascade online course and start acquiring more patients now. Let's assume that this is the 
the second half of what you mentioned, we're going to just say that the zero tolerance items are zero tolerance. We're not looking to provide constructive criticism. We're not looking for opportunities for improvement. We are so sorry. We are not the right place for you and we're all moving on, right? So let's go with the, the second half. And how do we, in a time where employers are so cautious of if I make the wrong move, this person will leave. And I'm already understaffed, so I don't want to lose the the team that I already have, even if they are not 100% perfection, which if we're being honest, none of us are, but if they're not 100% perfection and they're coachable, but how do I, let's, let's talk about this. Can you give a cup, just a couple steps of the best way to provide feedback? in a, in a constructive way that is not, you suck, you need to, you need to fix this right now, which is not going to be constructive. So what is your favorite line? Don't let perfection get in the way right. of good or great. Correct. Right? Correct. Don't let, don't let the goal of perfection get in the way of good. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've always believed that if you have a large enough staff, that you should have this dialogue with a supervisor, with a manager, providing that it's not the supervisor or the manager that you're having the problem with, all right? And I'll maybe allow them to have that initial dialogue with the team. And first of all, you should never really wait till it manifests itself to the point of no return. Because if this is happening and there are things that you need to criticize, then have your docs and your ducks in a row, right? It's the, the ducks, area. not the docs. No, <laughs> have, have your docs. Your oh, docs. document. I was right. thinking doctor, so Doc. I was thinking have the yeah. so there we go. Perfect. Okay. So have your docs and your ducks in a row, and make sure that you have the facts behind you and it is strictly not an opinion right we we speak about this in other lectures that the way to win me over in negotiating and stuff like that is you know your facts against my opinion so the whole bottom line to this is don't go into any conversation that could be anything less than positive without having true fact because your opinion over the person who you're having this dialogue with can be so far from identical that could end up into a very controversial argument. And that's what we have to avoid at all costs. Because look, we all have feelings. I don't like to ever be called out in front of another person. Pull me aside, tell me how you feel. It's the kiss and kick method, kiss, how great you are and how valuable you are. The kick meaning let's share what it is that has bothered me, how we can improve it, and then come back with the kiss. But I know after this conversation, you're gonna be great and continue to be great that you were, all right? Because we want people to leave that conversation feeling good about themselves. And let me repeat, never to be done in front of others, even if you have been called out by the other person, do not lower yourself because other people listening to that dialogue may even think less of you, the innocent party, for humiliating somebody else. And remember, if you are the manager, you are the supervisor, you are the boss, the subordinates aren't going to feel good 
about hearing or seeing you call somebody out in public because they may have that fear that you could do it to them as well. So let me backtrack. Have a supervisor or a manager be the one that does that to one of their colleagues. And then you be the last one that it has to get back to if it doesn't work. You being the, the provider and the owner, Jay, is that who you mean? If the provider is the owner, mm -hmm. provider isn't always the owner if you're a sure. larger practice. And sometimes you're very small as a practice that the owner slash doctor slash PA slash NP slash esthetician. Slash I mean, front desk slash janitorial team that unclogs the toilet. If we're being honest about how we, we all do this small business life. That was me as the owner. That's correct. It was uh, more important for me as an owner of a practice to, to handle some of those things and allow my staff to be much more efficient, all right, and continue business as usual while I took care of some of those other menial tasks. I've turned over ORs, I've cleaned up the overflow of that toilet. I know exactly what you mean. Um, but my whole point was, don't wait. You know, if it's the first time, maybe you can bring it to somebody's attention um, in passing. But when things like this continue, you've got to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And I don't have a fear because if you allow this to go, it is like a cancer. It will metastasize itself. And the worst thing that can happen is for you to allow your other employees see you tolerate bad behavior from another employee. I, I concur, Jay, I concur with, with everything that you just said. And it really becomes a matter of making sure that your team is continuously trained. You always say, Jay, clear, concise, and consistent. What are the expectations? What are the opportunities for improvement? And how can you be honest about that? But we wanna make sure that it is never in a nasty way, never in a critical way. It needs to be that those are the opportunities for improvement, right? Because we really think of them as opportunities for improvement and not, let me tell you all the reasons that you completely stink as a team member, that is not going to be the motivational tool. And one of the, the tricks that we always use when onboarding new team members at Shore Solutions is we ask our new team members, how do they like feedback provided to them? And what is their love language for those of you that are familiar with, with that? Because if this is a team member that says, and I'm going through this right now with some of the other, the other teenagers in my world and in my orbit right now, and one really likes to be told that, we're proud of her, we're proud of her. And the other says, why does she tell me she's proud of me for things that I should be doing anyway? So it becomes words of affirmation may not be everybody's, you know, everybody's actual feedback method. That may not be the best way that they do it. So we wanna make sure we're actually paying attention to what is going to work for that individual team member. But Jay, just like you said, it is not doing this in public. Um, because that's just, it's going to more than likely make that team member feel defensive that they need to defend themselves in front of their peers and in front of, in front of you as the, as an owner. So, well, you know, Mara, even at, I'm 68 years old and I've been in truly a professional world 50 years now. All right. But I have to tell you, um, 
Even my golden doodle agrees. I was going right? to say, even Zara in the background. And look, yeah. guys, this is real life. This is how we do it. So if you hear right. Zara in the background, but, that's her. But I have to share with you that whether it's public or private, uh, affirmation, I still love to have affirmation of the good job that I do or the appreciation. Uh, I'm going to put it on hold for a second. Sure. So, so with that, we really, I mean, keep in mind that it doesn't matter if you are 17 or, or almost 70, right? It is and everywhere in between. We want to make sure that your team members really know what it is that's expected of them. And we want to make sure that your team knows that you're there for them. But also, again, what are the opportunities for improvement? I encourage you to meet on a regular basis with your team and have those conversations. So it's not just a matter of the only time you get together is when things go wrong. Um, and again, think of this as opportunities for improvement and providing that feedback. So with that, we are going to end our time together today. Jay, thank you so much for I'm this. Back. I'm back. I'm back, Jay, but back. I know. But we are, thank you so much for this this other quick session and just for us to provide feedback together to all of our listeners. So this has been another episode of Sure Solutions, the podcast. And thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you next time. Have a great rest of your day. And thanks for another episode of Sure Solutions, the podcast. Thank you. So acquiring, converting, and retaining new loyal patients is easier than you think. It requires you mastering the sales funnel in your aesthetic practice. How is it that easy, you ask? Well, it's easy because we teach you step-by-step -step in our Conversion Cascade online course, a fun and results-driven course that you and your team can finish in less than five hours. Yes, less than five hours because we know y'all are busy. We provide you six training videos that walk you through attracting new patients, converting calls to consults, consults to treatments, and keeping your patients coming back for more. All of this while learning how to talk to your patients about additional treatments and procedures to achieve their dream results and bonus, boost your revenue and have them singing your praises to others. With our course, you also get tangible tools to help you succeed, such as downloadable marketing checklists, phone scripts, conversion tracking spreadsheets, and more, all of which are completely customizable and editable for you and your practice and your team. Get started and sign up for our Conversion Cascade online course today. And as a special thank you for being a podcast listener, we're giving you 10% off. Yes, 10% off. Just enter the discount code podcast. Yes, the word podcast to start saving. Click the link in our show notes to get started now, increase revenue, and acquire more patients for your practice today. So that wraps up today's episode of Shore Solutions, the podcast. If we mentioned any quote links in our show notes, be sure to check them out for the easiest way to discover your best solutions. You can find them, yep, in our show notes. We love your help in spreading the word about our podcast. How? 
rate us and share this episode with your friends, colleagues, and the rest of your team. Remember to follow us on social media at Shore Solutions and send us a message directly with your burning questions. We love hearing from you. Plus, sign up for our e-newsletter to be the first to find out about our upcoming webinars, the latest tips on running your practice more efficiently, dealing with the issues with drama and money in your practice, and watch the latest videos and blog posts in your inbox right in real time. Now's the time to join at www.shoresolutions.com and click on the e-newsletter button in the top right-hand corner. We'll see you next time. And remember, subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review.